Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Crude, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We're recording today's episode on Tuesday, November 22nd, and it wouldn't be Everyday Economics without my partner, Dr. Orfe Devangi. He's a PhD economist. Dr. O, how are you? Doing well. Thank you. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. Hey, interesting news out there in the marketplace about home buying and the qualifications required in an increasingly uh, growing number of markets that to be able to qualify for a mortgage, you've got to be a six-figure employee. You have to have a six-figure income. Where is this trending? When has this really become the norm? Is this something that's been around for a while and we just never noticed it? Or uh, what's, uh, what's the deal? Yeah, it's kind of just the way it's always been, right? A house is considered affordable if your housing cost does not exceed 33% or 30 to 33% of your income, one third of your income. And so, you know, when house prices increase as much as they have in the last a few years, in the last couple of years, and mortgage rates also increase as rapidly as they have in the past year, you end up in a situation where the typical mortgage payment has increased so much that the qualifying income to be considered affordable, for that house to be considered affordable, has also increased. And so you're looking at markets where house prices have cleared the home values have cleared the million dollar mark. So yeah, so I was just taking a look at, the, at, a, at, a, at a piece that had run late last month. I believe it was in Money. It might have been on CNBC, but it was uh, coming off the back end of a report from uh, Redfin. And they were looking at markets specifically, we look like Miami, you know, in the, in the greater Miami area, and then select markets in, in California specifically, where the average qualifying income for the median house was $107,000 or more. So outside of, of South Florida, you know, where the, obviously the, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging market to buy into because there's, you know, there's, there's scarcity, right? That's in California, right. where home prices have historically been higher, where else around the country, from your research and your understanding, are we seeing this uh, play out? I mean, you got uh, a lot of California markets, San Jose, San Francisco, LA, San Diego, and Sacramento. And then you have places that uh, saw big surge during the pandemic, right? New York and Denver. And then you have places that even before the pandemic, and by the way, I, I should say a lot of these California markets are markets that were relatively more expensive even before the pandemic, right? So those are markets that have had that have been plagued by you know housing re- restrictions, building restrictions, land use rules, and let's dive into the regulatory side of this. And so you know when we're talking about regulations, you know sort of government getting in the in the way or or putting up you know barriers to builders. What do these restrictions look like? Most people don't think about it. Most people don't buy or don't build their own home. They would buy an existing home or buy a recently built home, they don't have to go through any of the red tape themselves the vast majority of the time. What 
are the restrictions that lead to prices of homes being higher, which forces up the income requirements because it forces up the mortgage requirement. What are these regulations that get in yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, you have, uh, you have so many, right? And, there's, and they vary greatly across locality. What's interesting is that very often these regulations come from homeowners themselves in the local region, right? So you, you, know, you own a home and you may not want people to come into your neighborhood and build affordable housing. You know, because you're worried about what it would do to the value of your home. And so sometimes it comes from homeowners themselves who kind of want to limit the scope of what's what's being built in their own neighborhood. And sometimes some of these rules come from the state government. And so in California, you have a combination of all of these factors, various local rules, some state rules that drive up costs. I'll give you a very good example of state and maybe even federal rules that could drive up construction costs. Prevailing wage requirements is an example that could actually drive up construction costs, right? And, and, you know, the, the, the limiting the number of construction permits uh, that are being issued or so construction permit fees are examples of rules that could drive up construction costs. Unnecessary exclusionary zoning restrictions, are additional rules that could drive up construction costs. And so all you have all these factors that make it more difficult to build. And so when demand increased during the pandemic, right, we had a surge in housing demand during the pandemic, the construction sector was kind of caught flat-footed. You know, it couldn't respond as fast. And it's very, it's very difficult to start building a bunch of very needed housing very quickly when you have a ton of red tape in the way. Uh, but on top of the red tape, we also saw during the pandemic, we had the supply chain issues. We had the cost of lumber fluctuating so much, right? Some of the material construction materials. Uh, so those are all factors that have contributed to raising prices very rapidly across the country. But, you know, if you really look, dig deep into that list, you notice that a lot of them had pre-existing housing shortages, existed housing shortages that predated the pandemic and the pandemic conditions just made things worse. Well, I appreciate your insights as always. Let's put a pin in it right there. For Dr. Orfe Devangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. 